We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood, here with my boys, Notorious One, Derek Farnsworth, at, uh, under, at what is it, Noto underscore RG? Is that, <laughs> woo! RG underscore, woo! There it is. Let's do that. There I'm already, already hit the over for the show. Uh, RG underscore Notorious, yeah. There it is. And at Bobby Gomes DFS. Bobby, come on, give the woo. Woo! <laughs> There it is, boys. We got the energy. We're Saturday morning. We had to delay this too. I'm doing a flu game appearance here, but we're gonna bring the energy. Um, uh, my, I'm still uh, riding high. I'm well. I'm, you know, I haven't been. I've, I've, I'm coming off another winning week, also winning Thursday, um, but I haven't had anything big. You know what I mean? So, but uh, we're gonna keep it rolling. How you guys doing? Uh, we were talking before the show, uh, I really needed the Lions to win uh, on Thanksgiving. That would have helped my week out a lot. Um, but, yeah, I don't live in a legal sports betting state, so I can't chase my losses. So, instead, I just chased some showdown and uh, donated uh, to the to the DK people uh, over there. So, uh, yeah, looking for, a, <laughs> looking for a better week in uh, the main slate. Yeah. Um, Bobby. Bobby Bitcoin. Yeah. What's happening? For me, yeah, it's a good two weeks in a row. I've had good weeks. Uh, Thursday, I um, basically got three fourths back, so I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah, excited for the slate. Probably most prepared I've been for the show since week one. I probably shouldn't tell the audience that, but we're ready to rock and roll. I think this is going to be a very, very good show. And a good slate. Um, what a gift. We've, you know, oh, so I wanted to say one thing. So we talk about Wong teasers, and we're, we're going to add a little sports betting uh we're going to pick our favorite games at the end of this pod each week uh, going forward. Um, but uh, so I uncovered a rare thing this week that I, I had to take advantage of. So basically the Iowa, uh, I don't, I'm not a college football expert. I don't even follow college football, but I was in a chat and like, they were like, holy crap, this is the, the lowest total of all time. 25 point total Iowa uh, at Nebraska. So I was like, we got to tease this thing. So I was like, went to the slice to see if they let us tease it. They did. Um, DK was the best with that. Um, but anyway, so I was doing, I did regular teases, but I was doing the mainly three, three team teasers for 10 point super tease. Um, so I had plus 12 and a half Iowa and over 15. It just kept making me laugh when I kept looking at each, like I had to get over like 15 points in this game which it did. And I won. And then uh, like I did like the Miami Dolphins at Pickham. I did a bunch of other games like the Saints and things like that. So I got a lot of things rolling still, but like, I think we might get this opportunity again next week uh, or whenever they play uh, the winner of uh, Michigan, Ohio state. So uh, I'll be interested to see the total, but man, cause like 10 points is so much more valuable in a, in a game that's at with a total of 25 points. It's just never, they, the books have never seen it. 
before. So little thing to take advantage of. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. Chat. Coming through yeah, I was again without, without Bob yeah, and I. Yeah, without yeah, you guys. Uh, we're not, yeah, we're not yeah. allowed in. Well, no, it was. It, yeah, no, it was, it was actually, it was Chop who said, uh, it was uh, Chop who said it, it was the lowest total. And I was like, we got to tease this. He was like, holy crap, you're right. And we started uh, banging him out. And then, I have a uh, question. Yeah. Can, can you explain to the audience what the Wong teaser is, just so they know? Because we're giving one at the end of the show and it's going to be basically what we let off with. Sure. So the Wong teaser is all about key numbers. And what are the key numbers in football? It's, it's, uh, three points and seven points. So what you're doing is you're looking for a six. So you do a two team six point teaser, which is the normal. Now, some books have changed it on Wong's and they charge higher juice for the Wong teaser, but DraftKings doesn't. DraftKings still has the same one. Um, so a Wong teaser, six point teaser involves favorites of seven and a half to eight and a half. So like the Lions, for instance, the Noto made the correct play. I'm sure you had it teased, right, Noto? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, so he, you teased it down to one and a half. So that, so he, if they win by the three points, so he breaks the seven and the three. Um, so that would work from seven and a half to eight and a half points. So you look for favorites at seven and a half to eight and a half points or games that are close to that, that are like about to get pushed to that. And you wait for them to get pushed to that number um, or uh, underdogs of one and a half to two and a half, because let's say you have a, an underdog of one and a half you take the six points. So now you got, you, you broke the three and you broke the seven, you have seven and a half points there. So that's what it is. They've been, um, they were studied and uh, it's just, it provides a positive expected value. So like our boy, our boy Ags, Bobby, he loves doing these. He does these all, you know, he's all about EV. Uh, he, he does these all the time, but last week was a really good week for Wong's, but anyway, we're going to give our Wong's teaser. You got it. You understand? Yeah. For the people. I used to do, I used to do super T they used to do super teases at um, this local street book that I used to, in, the, in 2006, 2007, they were giving 16 points each way and the league was becoming like a passing league. And this was something was I incorporated. That, the parlay cards, the parlay cards. Did you ever have those or whatever? No, we had the parlay cards too. They'd come out on Tuesday yeah. and by, by Sunday, the lines yeah. would change, but they've kind of, they've kind of gone away from that where you can't really take advantage of it as much as you could. Um, of course, back then. the internet. We have, we have the internet. We have the internet, now. Have the internet yeah. now. But they were like three. Or, they were like three or four years behind the internet and changing it on the parlay. Yeah, cards. I was. Doing, I, I used to love those things. Yeah. So funny story about the super teases was so the league was really becoming a dramatic passing league in like 07. So I was just taking Brady Manning in like Breeze and getting like 16 points each way. I don't know how this they were giving me this but I hit like 20 in a row off like this bookie in uh they thought like I was getting these plays cause I was hitting them off the Virgin line too. So the, this bookie thought I was like getting plays like called in. Like it was just like, it was just basically going on. See, they were just giving away too many points and they weren't adjusting and I hammered them and hammered them. And they finally cut me off. And then I went to another book and he cut me down and I immediately lost like half it back. And I was like, yeah, this is it for me for sports betting. Well, I, it was just a, it's always a hassle trying to get sports betting in, right? Like, I don't know, especially when it's a street book, but now it's legal. Maybe so. the last week, maybe the last week of the show, we'll tell some uh, sports betting stories that get off, we'll get off the rails. Like I've got, I've got uh, like a, a story. My first bookie was uh, literally in eighth grade. Like I like these scumbags came for me in eighth grade. So I was a baseball card dealer. I would sell cards and I used to set up, like uh, I had a tax license. I used to set up like the, the cases at card shows, the scumbag, one of these other uh, adult uh, card sellers, like he got me a bookie, you know, he was probably making the 15% or whatever off of the losses. And I didn't, I decided it'd be a good idea not to pay. And then uh, Joey bag of donuts came to my door. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. To my, Par- my parents. <laughs> I've been playing parlay so- cards since I was like, basically around that age too that was something that i was because we have them all over the neighborhood at that time so yeah nhl was the thing that really got me off sports betting i couldn't hit it was right when i started and i just i was like oh i'm gonna take i I forget who it was like crosby ovechkin first year in the league they were like one two seater maybe was the second year 
Uh, it was the first year I was gambling on a site, probably off of not doing parlay cards. And they were like first number one, number two seeds, and they both got reverse swept. And me and my buddy were just betting them every week, and we just lost completely. And I was like, fuck this. I hate this so much. I don't know. I've always been more into fantasy. All right. Well, people people are going to get mad at us for taking too long here. So I apologize taking it off the rails. That's hand up. That's on me. Uh, I got to be better. But all right, so we got a we got ten game slate. It's a good slate. It's a fun slate. It looks like we've got um, a couple of key games here that look at least that look to me. Buffalo at Philly, uh, Philly Eagles minus three against Buffalo. That that has shootout potential all over it. Um, both teams are aggressive. Both teams are really willing to ramp up the pass uh, in certain game scripts. So um, you're, you're hoping for a big back and forth game here. Um, I think it's been overblown a little bit on Josh Allen about, you know, people saying, oh, he's he's not good. He, he leads the league in interceptions. I mean, half of those interceptions are passes that have just literally gone through players' hands, right? Right through his hands or like right bounced off of uh, off his hand. Um, so I'm not worried about that. But that should be a good game. You got the tush push. Bobby loves pushing the tush, right, with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Got to love that. Um <laughs> Then we've got uh, Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, Notorious' boy Stroud making him look good from an early season prediction that, that he had. He was heavy on Stroud. Stroud looks like the man. Got the Rams, Arizona, 45.5 point total. Then uh, Tampa Bay Indy in the Dome, which helps 44.5 point total. But also the fact that Tampa is a pass funnel. Uh, B, so that game could be kind of fun. Then we've got just a bunch of other games. Um, really quickly, I, I look at the Blitz most plays. Uh, it's Atlanta, New, uh, New Orleans leading the way, Tampa Indy, followed by Jacksonville, Houston. So Cardi uh, has a lot of plays in those three games. Thorman snap and pace over ETR. Top three are Tampa Bay Indy. So that correlates Buffalo Philly, which Cardi didn't have there. Um, and then New Orleans Atlanta. So they're pretty much in a line alignment, but uh Thorman is higher on the buff Billy for uh, a lot of plays that could break out in that game. Um, all right. Start at the running back position, go to QB line that for our stacks with wide receiver tight ends. Bobby's all like Bobby said, he's the most researched he's ever been for a show. So I'm assuming he's bringing the heat for the defensive segment this week. I can't wait to hear that. And then we're gonna have a, we're gonna throw a couple sports bets in. There's no UFC to talk about, and uh, maybe another story along the way. Noto, start it off. Start us off quickly with a Ric Flair woo, and then I'm gonna do running backs. <laughs> woo! There it is. All right, I'm excited. Running back position. Uh, all right, who's gonna be the chalkiest? It looks like at this point it's gonna be Jonathan Taylor uh, in that Tampa game, Bay game. Like I say every week, be careful. Um, you're going to want to rely on uh, targets in the passing game. And, you know, he's not getting a ton of that. He only got one target, one reception in the last week against New England, but that was kind of a weird game. Um, did have some targets against Carolina, but you cannot run up the middle on Vita Vea, so be, be careful with that. But um, I understand he's going to be really popular. It's more game environment. And also we just don't have a ton of, like, high-end or really, like, off the charts, good plays this week at running back because of the 10 game slate. We're missing a lot of the key guys. Uh, Rashad White has been tearing it up through the passing game. So he's going to be popular on the other side of that game. Um, also, he's just been very consistently doing well for DFS. James Conner looks like he's going to get some run. And that's kind of because of the uh, the price is 5,900, um, but uh, hasn't really done anything in his two weeks back from injury has uh, had a decent workload 16 carries followed by 14 carries got three targets two receptions and collar in his last game um then we got travis Etienne from a talent standpoint against houston uh, that looks like a good spot uh javante williams i personally love derrick henry this week i think if he busts this week he's dead like he's just done so this is i'm, I'm hoping we get one last big uh derrick henry game We've got Pacheco, Armando Stevenson, Barkley, all these guys. Who are your favorites, Noto? 
Yeah, we'll start with uh, Rashad White. Just got downgraded to questionable this morning, Saturday morning. So uh, we could get Chase Edmonds shock. Um, it looks like he is only 4,300 on DraftKings. So I would definitely go there uh, if White is unable to go. If White's active, um, I'll go right back to him. The Colts, really good matchup for running backs. Outside of that, I've been playing a ton of Jonathan Taylor, but I can't get to him at 30% ownership um in tournaments i just you mentioned the vitavea tampa bay defense they're more of a pass funnel and i really like you know Minshew and some of the the passing options there i uh, love the derrick henry call panthers dead last in dvoa against the run dead last in rush epa um, as soon as henry gets that thanksgiving meal in him he typically goes nuts i mean they call him dehember for they call it dehember for a reason so uh yeah i like derrick henry quite a bit Will Levis has looked pretty bad the last couple of games, so I do think they're going to run it a lot. I do like uh, Isaiah Pacheco, um, pretty good matchup against the uh, Raiders. I think that's the easiest way to get exposure to the Chiefs is just to play Pacheco. Uh, McKinnon's out now, so maybe he gets a couple extra targets in the passing game. And then I also like Travis Etienne against uh, Houston, just a guy that's going to get a ton of touches. He's had at least 23 touches in four of his last seven games one of which was against the Texans. So I think that's an interesting spot. Looks like he's only going to be, you know, 10 to 15% owned, which uh, I like quite a bit. Woo! Bobby, what do you got? Yeah, so for me, the Pacheco call, like taking McKinnon out, I think he becomes super strong. Uh, the white news, you're obviously, Edmonds is going to be someone who's going to, like, fly up in terms of projection. You guys made a really good case to fade Taylor. Don't really love that. These Cleveland running backs, I think, are interesting. Jerome Ford or Kareem Hunt, I will say, for tournaments, just be careful because Hunt's snaps did go up, but Ford got a lot of the red zone stuff, so he's someone that I definitely have interest in. Jalen Warren with Canada out, I think, is interesting. Now you're taking – it seems like Tomlin wants Warren to be the – wanted Warren to be the guy the whole time, and Canada was just working Najee back in. So I can see playing him. Another guy I find pretty interesting, um, I think DeAndre Swift, like obviously he's in the highest paced game, but he might be the lowest um, owned of the skill players outside of A.J. Brown and, Devont- and Devontae Smith for um, for Philly. So I like him a good bit. Um, you guys said I'm pretty much all the chalky guys. Kyron Williams is someone I think who's in tournaments. I'm going to have a significant exposure to. They're taking him off special teams. He's going to be someone who's going to see a ton of the workload. So all over him. Uh, two guys down under 5K that for large field stuff that I find might get lost in translation in terms of everything that's kind of gone on throughout the throughout the week and just with news and who's projecting pretty good um, already. Uh, Khalil Herbert in the passing game, if they're chasing, it's like an it's like a pretty good matchup for the running back from a pass game standpoint. They're in Minnesota, so I find him a little bit interesting for large field stuff. And Chuba Hubbard. Versus Tennessee, obviously you don't want to run too much against Tennessee, but uh, in the passing game they can be exploited a little bit. So he's someone I like for the more larger field tournaments. Uh, we kind of hit on everything up top. Ramondre Stevenson, someone that's going to pop a little bit versus the Giants. It's a fantastic matchup. What you want to do with Stevenson, um, obviously Zeke's there as well, but I still think Stevenson's a pretty good play. Um, and that's pretty much it. The New Orleans running back's great out well, but – uh, I think Taysom would probably be the guy I'd have the most interest in in the passing game. I'm just hoping he kind of gets gets uh, that goal line touch. Um, that's more of a large field play as well. That's all my running backs. You know what stands out to me? Uh, just this was interesting. Um, Tampa hasn't given up a rushing touchdown to a running back all year. All year. Like, yeah. All year. Not Not a single – rushing touchdown and now we're getting a 6900 jonathan taylor chalk when he also it's a split backfield too with with moss so uh yeah i I mean he's probably gonna bury us but i that just does seem like the the fade um and then uh i love pacheco you know with mckinnon out so i mean you just look at the snaps it was basically it was they were sharing them all basically he was 60 he's already at 60 percent and 30 percent was going to mckinnon Pacheco has shown the ability to be used in the passing game, and that's what matters most to Patrick Mahomes. Um, he also looked really good, and also Max Crosby is out for the 
for the um, Raiders as like kind of the key of their whole defensive scheme and system and the, their leader. So, and the, and the Chiefs need to bounce back here in a big way. So, um, it just makes too much sense. I know Andy Reid and Mahomes, they love to just pass, but like, I feel like Pacheco can, can work out from either, either end by just by the, the running back usage, just getting carries if they actually go that way because he should have a ton of success in this matchup or even through the pass. And he's only 6,200. So, if I just get every play and I have to pick my one favorite play, not ownership related, Pacheco is it this week for me. And and then also Derrick Henry. So that's what I'm going to be living and dying on. What about some other flyers? Like, uh, did you mention Jalen? Anyone mentioned Jalen Warren? I wasn't listening or. I did. Oh, I mentioned yeah. Warren. Yep. Sorry what about, about Bijan? Coming off of 23 touches, season high. I like Bijan. It's just the matchup, I think, is a little bit isn't the greatest, but in like large field stuff, he is in my tournament pool. I just don't know how much I'm going to get to him. Finally the week, nobody wants to play him. It's got to be the week he plays well. I like Kamara, but man, look at that price. I think Kamara's a strong play too. It's just, you have to worry about Tate. Like there, Michael Thomas is out. I don't know how much usage that really gives to Taysom. It's going to be Rashid and Perry. I think Perry steps in for the slot there. So I don't know. I for me, I actually think I'm in larger field stuff. I'm definitely playing Taysom. Bobby, you weren't lying. You're prepared, my dude. Yeah, this is like me on a Sunday show. It's like me on a Sunday show. You're getting Sunday Bob. What about Josh Jacobs? What? What about Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs against against the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs D. What what did we see from the Chiefs D last week? They were shutting everyone down. Like how are we not? Defense ready. He's ready to go. go. Yeah, ready to go. go today. Yep. Let's go. Maybe Saturday mornings are the show, but Noto Noto doesn't want to do the Saturday morning stuff. So we well, do no, I, it's too, just a uh, two hour difference. You know, I'm just waking up, getting oh. the bed ready. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I, I didn't even realize. Yeah, it's too I hard would hard. rather do Saturday morning. Just would rather get more views too. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Day before you get get there, it is. But man, you can't deny the energy that's coming through here. Um, all right, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we could always like. It's funny. Um, Singletary's not going to be owned. Is that is that correct here? Yeah, it's a positive matchup in the passing game for Singletary. I I would be playing some Singletary because I'm definitely playing Stroud at that ownership. So. Um, yeah, I like Singletary, but I think he, yeah, he gets lost in translation as well. We really haven't hit on him too much. So it's just so crazy with him. So he goes from chalk where he totally busts to nobody plays him, but me the next week. And then, uh, and then he, he smashes and then he's chalk and he smashes again last week against Arizona. And now that's like the marquee. That's like one of the marquee games this week on a game where we're like kind of thirsty Everything, everything, and he's going to be—he's going to be extremely low owned. It looks like, and he's coming off of twenty-two. Like I understand, he got thirty carries two weeks ago, and I was like, "Wow!" But he still got twenty-two carries last week, and he got some tar- he got two targets. So uh, um, Pierce is going to play. I think that's why he's back. That's what it is. Full practice on Friday. All right, but that's good it'll probably know. still be Singletary first, I would guess. But do you think that? Do you think those? Jam back out there like this, or I mean, I would think Singletary still gets the RB one, but I mean, not the same usage as the last couple weeks. So he's not. He's not. Hasn't like he's been good. He hasn't been the most efficient. So I could see Pierce coming back in and having his I think same my role. Pre- I think my previous woo woke my kid up, so this is going to get interesting. Nice, nice. Um, so I'm showing he's questionable, but you're saying no, yeah, he's questionable, but he practiced in fall on Friday. Yeah, okay, I got it. Yep. Thank you, Noto. All right. Um let's move it on over to quarterbacks. We've got it's kind of weird. So we've got like the it's like Hertz versus Josh Allen. And then Trevor Lawrence, then we have like uh, Trevor Lawrence, 
Baker Mayfield is going to get some love. Gardner Minshew, Kyler, who's like king of these first first halves, and then uh, since he's come back, he's just he's he's gone in the first half, and then just each each week, but uh, still looks pretty good to me. Uh, Stroud is up there at seventy seven hundred. Mahomes again, uh, eighty two hundred. But Mahomes, you know, it's his lack of receiving weapons, and Kelsey's starting to look a little bit slower. I mean, did did Taylor ruin Kelsey? Any any, any uh, have to take there? She just needs to be at the game, right? Well, I don't know. His back, like maybe he's doing a little too much. I don't, I don't know. His back's he looks stiff as a board out there. Like he looks like with the end of Gronk. He kind of looked like last week to me. I don't know. Um, Matthew Stafford is interesting just because it's Arizona. And, you know, I know Cup went down hurt last week. So I Cup's fine, supposed to be back this week. And all reports are that he's fine. I think, you, you know, when you, like, mess up your ankle enough and then you, you kind of, like, roll it again, you always think it's, like, way worse than it is. I think that's, like, kind of what, what happened in that game last week. And he, he could have come back in, but they played it safe for them. So, this could be the uh, the flop flag spot for Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Um, I don't know. It gets really gross, we, you know, because we don't have like uh, we've got Browning now playing for Cincinnati. We've got just a bunch of gross names. DTR. I don't know. Noto, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm playing a total of four quarterbacks this week, uh, and they're all in the same two games. Uh, I like the Eagles and the Bills game. So Josh Allen's probably my favorite play on the slate. If you look at the advanced metrics, I mean, the Bills are top three in success rate, EPA, and uh, you look at the Eagles' defense. They give up a lot of points to wide receivers. They give up a lot of points to quarterbacks. Um, and this is finally a game where the Bills are underdogs, so they're going to stay aggressive throughout. Um, Allen's my favorite play um, by far. Don't mind Hurts on the other side if you do want to do that. Um, he wasn't as mobile as I was kind of hoping last week, but you always get the tush-push. And then – um, another game, I like the Colts and Bucks. Um, just two teams that um, are kind of pass funnel defenses. So I like Baker Mayfield, especially if Rashad White's out. Then I think that's even better for the passing game. And I like Gardner Minshew. A nice leverage there off of JT. Pair him up with Pittman. Pair him up with Downs. Um, so yeah, those are my four, and I'm fading everyone else. Hertz looked pretty good to me, and he had that other run too, which was like a like a draw up the middle, like a. 10-yard run or something, or nine-yard run in the red zone where he, like, actually exploded with bursts and, like, got in no problem. Um, but I hear you, like, it seems like he's, like, avoiding taking hits and whatnot. But uh, I think it's in him to explode if in a, in a, in a key game like this, potentially. Um, Bobby, what are, you, what are you liking? Same top four as Noto. Um, he, uh, and then outside of that, like, pretty much I like Kyler. My, my QB pool is going to be pretty condensed, too. Uh, Allen, Hertz, Minshew, Stroud, Kyler. Um, that's pretty much it. I think you can make a case. I'm, I'm never playing him, but uh, Derek Carr would be the sixth, and I have no interest. I, I guess Lawrence would be the sixth, but he just doesn't have a ceiling. Carr would be seven, and I for me, I don't want to play Derek Carr at all. I wish Jameis was playing. If Jameis was playing, I'd have much more interest um, in the Saints quarterback. Uh, and on Lawrence, just I don't see the ceiling with Lawrence at all. Why I like Kyler is it's super condensed, um, and we'll, we'll get into his receiving weapons as well. But McBride shows very good again this week. Um, also, I have interest in more and Greg Dorch. So I like I like Kyler a good bit. Uh, yeah, I don't want to reiterate like the top like Noto just pretty much got in all of them. Stroud I think is going to be too low owned for obviously the talent that we've seen over the last three weeks. So I'd definitely consider him. Um, can't overlook him. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let me make a, a ceiling case for Lawrence. So he did rush for two touchdowns last week. He left the, some passing yards on the table. You know, it was Tennessee. You would expect a bigger game, but it was also a blowout. Um, 262 yards passing. You know, if we can get him up over to 300, which he has all of his weapons healthy. He's got Zay Jones back. Um, Ridley looks good. Uh, he's got, you know, full full array of, of weapons. So I, I think I think his ceiling could, could, uh, could be good here personally um if you guys had to play a sub 5k guy who would it be yeah so i was gonna ask bobby if uh if uh who's who's starting for the pats this week it's zappy but do we know that mac jones isn't gonna work in like i think i'm pretty sure if it's like two quarterbacks like they obviously the matchup's not bad i just and who who do you want to pair him with like that's like if it's Mac Jones and I like Demario Douglas, I'm fine with him. I think he brings Douglas into play. I think pro- projections will reflect that if he is starting. But I think we see both, so it's like, what can we do? You know, a lot of guessing till we have like more clarity. So, Unless we do have clarity, I'm missing the news, and then chat's going to get on me in the YouTube chat. But I'm pretty sure that they're going to play. Yeah, you're on top of it today. You're on top of it today. Okay, chat can't chat can't touch you. Yeah, um, stay away from me, chat. With the, I need some woo comments or whatever. I, uh, my voice just cracked. That's not going to go over well. So to answer yeah, Nota's question, five k or under. So what are our options? AOC, DTR. I've got. We're one. not. We're not doing any of that. Bryce. Bryce Young. Bryce Young might be the one. Like if you really want to, if pass, you really want to go there, pass Tennessee. Tennessee pass funnel. Pair him with right Dylan, back Bring with, back with Henry. Big, with the big dog. Thielen's matchup like isn't it. the greatest with bunting back, though. I will say that. That's what I – and then who else are you going to throw – who else is it going to be, like, out of that? Who do you want if it's not a, if it's not Thielen and that receiving it from those to pair him with? Like, Tommy Tremble at 2-6? There's not really much. All right, I got to I got to grab a charge real quick. I'll be right back. Keep talking. All right. Woo! All right. Um, that's all quarter. That's everything a quarterback. Who's who's the secondary receiver you would play Bryce Young with, like outside of? The I other. was almost thinking like you could. I was almost thinking like being crazy and being like, okay, we can play him naked because I have no clue who to pair him with, and like yeah, but not larger. That helps stuff, me. Right? That that helps me pay no, and run it back with Henry, and then just you know like using like the supplement QB, just trying to like stay in the game with like some of the other studs, and then being able to fit whatever you need. As one, I don't want, it's just like a, I don't want to poo-poo this yeah. take, but I, I hate it for it just won like, the millie maker and it just won I know the it won the millie, I know it won the millie maker, but what I'm saying is I don't, by accident. I don't, yeah, but I, I I would imagine I seen I that kid was probably I can definitely tell you what optimizer he was using and why that happened, but yeah. Well he I don't was know. Hand, first of all, he was he was first of all he was hand building unless because he didn't he hand had, build he had the, naked, did he? Well, he had the flick. He had the flex filled with the early spot. So uh, that's all the hand build. Yeah. But you, he could have been looking. He could have been like looking at an optimizer and then like yeah. You know, Talking about the Millie Maker winner. Yeah, I've heard I ten of the ten of the Millie Maker winners this year have had a one p.m. receiver in the flex. Yeah, that's wild. It's the new. It's the new. Uh, the new stack. The new, uh, yeah. All right. Wide receiver. AJ Brown, tough to fit. Nine K, probably best play on the slate. Um, in that Marquee of Buffalo, turn it around. Diggs, 
And, you know, with a lot of chatter going on, you know, with Diggs' uh, brother and whatnot on Twitter and, you know, with them not utilizing him enough, you got to think in a game like this, especially when you can't really run on the Eagles, that you would think that the pass will be more open and Diggs, they should just feed Diggs in this game. So I really like Diggs. Jamar Chase is up there from a price perspective, but Browning, you know, it would be like a deep GBP play to just hope that Browning, you know, maybe that you guys have a take on Browning. Just don't know much about him, to be honest. Bobby, you watch his uh, player profile. What's, what are his hand size? What, what do you run the, the, the combine? Do you have his combine figures and whatnot? I don't even know who he is. I'm stumped. Who's Browning? <laughs> Who's Browning? Burrow's, re- Burrow's replacement. Oh yeah, the the QB. I'm not playing him. No way. What's the, what's we're, we're there's no there's no reason to play Chase on this play, right? Like you could, Just but absolute for a guy who could hit a monster big play at absolutely zero ownership, but he's also expensive, so. He's, that's why he's going to be. We've had receivers home. go off with like no name quarterbacks. Like just think Amari Cooper uh, a couple weeks this year did well. I don't know. Yeah, it's Chase. Whatever you're you're paying a premium. I just would rather get to all the other higher end receivers. Um, the the chalk is kind of going to settle in on this mid range. Well, Tank Dell is going to be talking just because the, he's a baller and he's just crushing lately. Um, Christian Kirk in this mid range because of that game, Jacksonville-Houston. Uh, Michael Pittman, um, because of that game in the pass funnel, Tampa Bay, he's, he's 6,800. Josh Downs is going to be like the cheap chalk, um, and he's good. You know, he's got potential, especially in this game. In the Dome, um, Calvin Ridley, uh, Pop Demario Douglas, because the Patriots have absolutely no one, and they're playing the Giants. Rashid, I like Rashid Shahid, just not because he, he's not like a he's not replacing Michael Thomas, just that maybe there's more targets that could be fed his way, and you have to take into account his explosive play upside, which I think he definitely has. But you could see a big touchdown from Shahid. I like, um, I don't know, Cooper Cup, Ridley, all these guys are look decent. Devontae Smith without uh Goddard, who are your favorites? Noto. Yeah, first off, my little one's too smart. Uh, every time I have a show, he comes down with some candy and asks if he can have it, and he knows he knows I'm not going to argue with him because I'm uh, trying to get him out of here. So uh, every single time, he just comes down with some Pop Rocks. Yeah, whatever, dude. Pop Rocks, uh, I love it. Yeah, Pop Rocks. Um, all right, back to receivers. So you mentioned Brown and Diggs, man. Those are two of my favorites for sure. Eagles dead last in fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. You got the squeaky wheel narrative. And Brown, too, I mean, he only had one catch last week so i think both of them are going to get peppered with targets it's hard to build a lineup with them both in it but uh you can go you know hertz brown kincaid you can go allen brown kincaid something like that um i like Pittman quite a bit um talked about Minshew against that uh, pass funnel of the buccaneers nice leverage off of um jt and then for value you mentioned douglas i think he's interesting i like shaheed with uh mt out and then I also like Greg Dortch a little bit. Uh, he's one of those guys, especially on DraftKings, that can get you a lot of uh, PPR points. Um, doesn't look like Wilson's going to play. And Marquise Brown is currently questionable. And we kind of all thought it was going to be the Rondell Moore game last week. He had that you know long touchdown in the first quarter, then didn't get another target the rest of the game. It was all Dortch after that. So uh, we've seen him have some big games in the past. And uh, I think he's an uh, interesting value play. Other than that, um, the Houston guys, once again, Tank Dell, Nico Collins. I think Collins is a little bit better option on FanDuel. Um, Tank probably better on DraftKings. And then I'll keep an eye on Zay Jones. Um, for whatever reason, Christian Kirk has been great when Jones has been out, and Ridley's been great when Jones has been in. Uh, I don't know if there's an actual uh, causation to that correlation, but uh, something to keep in mind uh, leading up to Sunday morning. All right, uh, Bobby. Yeah, for me, yeah, for me, it's pretty much the same up top. Noto kind of hit on all those guys. 
uh, Brown, Diggs. That's how I'd probably rank them. Devontae Smith, you're definitely playing these pass catchers um, from that Buffalo and Philly game. Josh Downs is someone I love. Like if pe- people are just going to flock to Pittman, I'm still going to have Pittman. But I think Downs is by far, not like by far, but he's easily my favorite play uh, out of the indie receivers. I think he's super strong. Noto hit on Dorch. Prefer Dorch to more. I think he could still play. In, I think he could still play more. But I played Dorch last week. I think he could still get to Dorch. I think he's a very good play. Um, going down here. Trying to figure out who else I would have interest in. I've only given a couple receivers. Um, hmm, one sec. Let me just pull up. Sorry, that was. Yeah, Evans is in play. I think I like him a good bit. Uh, Cooper Cup, super strong. Don't mind getting to him. If people are going to play Juju, just play Demario Douglas. I know it's fourteen hundred more, but Demario Douglas is just so much better. Juju's at three K. Like I, I do think people are actually going to try to play Juju tomorrow. I, I cannot see myself ever clicking that name. Well, we got another three K play too that's being pumped out into Optimals. Watson, yeah, At Perry, I would imagine. Is no, it At Perry? Watson. Watson. Oh, Watson's three K. Yeah, wow. after eleven targets. Last wow. Week. Yeah. So Watson's easily the strong. Watson's easily the number one wide out um, for the men price guys. That's they just have so many guys. I, I can't do it. He hadn't got, he hadn't got more than eight fantasy points the rest of the year. Yeah. But now you don't think that it's coming. So you would put you would pivot to rice. You would probably have more exposure to rice. I would imagine. I mean, they, they got rice, Hardman, uh, Sky Moore. Oh, they got like three other guys that they're playing. MBS. It's just hard, man. I don't know. And plus, it's going to be way ahead. It was on an island game too, so like you're making po- you're po- you're definitely poking holes to where I'm probably circling the wagons now and being like, uh, three and, and you know, no one likes no one likes the thought of Watson, but they're just trying to sell themselves because it just makes everyone's looking for three, you know, the, the price savings so they can fit uh, AJ Brown or. He's Stephon had more Gage. than two catches two times this year. I don't know. Who do we like better? Who do we like better, Ridley or Kirk? Like, where are we? Where are we kind of going there? I think Kirk's more of the cash game play, and I prefer Ridley for tournaments. But Zay Jones is back. See, so yeah, like I said, that, I think so that. I'm sorry, when when Zay's in, Ridley's been awesome, and when Zay's out, Kirk's been awesome. I don't yeah. know if there's anything to it, but okay, that's good to know. I think I would prefer Ridley then. Um, yeah, who else? A.T. Perry is going to be running the majority of the snaps for Mike Thomas. I like Kirk's call, just play Shahid. Like, we know what Shahid is. He's He's been super explosive all season long, so I don't mind getting to him. Outside of that, like, I don't really – like, it would only be one of Puka or Cup for me, and I think I'd lean Cup um, on, as the, from the Rams uh, receivers. Let's say that. Like, I don't have a ton. If you guys have anything else, Khalil Shakir down at 3-6. I think we can make a case, right? Like, that's a game everyone's going to be targeting. He's going to be lost in translation. Could throw Gabe Davis in the mix, but I'd much, much, much prefer Shakir. Um, Gabe Davis is just dust, in my opinion. Good call. He went nuts last week, right? He's good. I, I've always thought he was good, and I, I think there's some. he's someone that they want to bring along, and it seems like Alan has faith in him. You're going to see so much of that ownership go to guys like Diggs, like Kincaid. Kincaid's a phenomenal play this week. So maybe Shakir is like one of those pieces in that game that gets lost in translation. He's 600 more than all these min price receivers, and I really like him. So, yeah, I, I think he's a very good play. One other 3K guy. Um, what about Jalen Hyatt? Yeah, Jalen Hyatt. Uh, looks like Barry Slayton's out, so maybe he's the – guy in new york i really like that call i that that's someone i haven't heard all week and the patriots tend to get beat by these burner receivers no one's gonna play hyatt i'm throwing in my player pool so from all of the years i've watched of the patriots the receiver like hyatt for whatever reason just gets deep against the patriots so i can play some hyatt what a game huh oh it's awful Uh, um, Wait, yeah. you guys sweating something? Maybe, no, maybe maybe we tease that. I was just looking. Oh, that game. Mm. Um, all right. 
Anyone else? Flyers? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to look down. Uh, I was listening to the Squirrel and JM show. They they were on Pickens. Didn't really cross because of the. I don't know. It was kind of on in the background. I can't remember the reasoning, but I kind of like Deontay more than Pickens. Maybe that's. I would I prefer always, Deontay. I always lean that way too. Don't they have a new OC or something? Is, is that? Yeah, Canada's out. That's what the whole yeah. Canada's gone. Yeah. He's been excommunicated from Pennsylvania. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's move on down to tight end. I mean, it's hard to deny McBride's usage at this point. There's there's really not a lot of good plays here. At tight end, he's probably going to be the most popular, and it looks like for good reason after the the usage every week. I mean, we're, he's. I mean, you got to go back to week six. And he had as low as five targets um, over the last one, two, three, four, six games. Had another five target game against Cleveland, but he had fourteen targets against Baltimore, nine targets against Atlanta, seven last week. Um, Kyler looks to be locking into him. So 4,700, good game environment. Have to like that. Dalton Kincaid, sounds like Noto's on him. And uh, for good reason. I mean, the guy's basically a wide receiver. Um, Evan Ingram, good game environment. Busted last time he was chalk. Maybe that takes people away from him a little bit. But there aren't a lot of options. Kelsey. No one's really going to want to play him. He's going to he's going to be somewhere around ten percent. Um, looks like maybe ten fifteen percent, but that's someone who absolutely can separate from the field. I don't know. Uh, Dalton Schultz, one of the Pats guy. You know Hunter Henry potentially. I could see Hunter Henry actually. I, I don't mind that thirty four hundred. I don't know. No, no, we got. Uh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bobby. If it is Zappy, I feel like he really tar- – I feel like this is where you're coming with the Henry call. He really kind of latched on to Henry last year, so I think Henry's a super sharp call. That's pretty right, much no, it. No. Yeah, it's hard for me to get away with the three that are projecting the best, Evan Ingram, Trey McBride, Dalton Kincaid. Just seems like they have such a higher ceiling than everyone else uh, other than Kelsey. But, yeah, I mean, chalk tight ends typically don't turn out all that well. Maybe go Kate Otten in that Tampa Bay game. And outside of that, I did hear like a ding go off when you were talking about Kelsey. So maybe that was a, a sign from the fantasy gods. I'm not sure what the ding was. but uh, It was my mom. Yeah, he... My mom texted. <laughs> mom Dukes. Okay, there you go. She uh, She likes Kelsey. She probably if does. You think she's probably like, oh, Chris, did you see Taylor <laughs> Swift? <laughs> if you think Every about other. Kelsey from like a roster construction standpoint with Justin Watson and Pacheco pretty much being like guys that are going to be in a lot of builds, Kelsey seems like a very good leverage play. So I definitely don't mind getting 2x the field or more than that on Kelsey. You might have to do a double. You might have to do a double, but that could still work pretty easily. You might have to play uh, Watson to get to uh to get yeah, to, or yeah, make it easier to have Kelsey and, and the pay up at, at uh Mahomes. But you know, certainly like you, that's actually that that makes it for a great stack, I think. What I do worry about with that stack is this game's grading out as like the slowest pace game. Um, but that's that's what I would like that's why we didn't really hit on Mahomes, I would imagine from a passing perspective when Watson's popping like he is. Um yeah, I don't know. Kincaid, like, how do we not look at Kincaid? All the targets he got last week in that game, he's going to be very chalky. I really like Kincaid, McBride, usage through the roof. I think he's a good play. Kirk, I really like the Henry call. Like, I think we could really try to at three, four. Like, I think he's very, he's a very good play. Um, I don't know. Everyone, Dalton Schultz, like, maybe he gets lost in translation. His prices come up to five, four. Uh, I think Stroud's going to get lost in translation in general, so just playing Schultz I think is fine. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all the tight ends. I got to look up Fryermuth snaps last week. Do we think Fryermuth was hurt by Canada because he's been very, very bad? 
percent of snaps last week. Not too bad. Yeah. Twenty nine hundred. I could probably probably sell myself. I mean, Bobby like could be a, a week. You know, Bobby was a week early. Bobby Bobby liked them last week. I remember twenty five hundred. I think. Yeah, um, I, I don't mind. I don't mind playing them this week either. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of gross. There's not much else. Njoku, Dalton Schultz, whatever. Njoku, uh, Njoku might be. Njoku was the guy who got peppered by uh, their their quarterback. I got this wrong on the show, I think, two weeks ago, and someone ma- messaged me in the comments. It wasn't Cooper. It was Njoku. Maybe we're overlooking Njoku. Njoku might be the type of very – Njoku should definitely be in your player pool. Um, you know, well, you know, this is the where we're going to get all the alpha from this show is coming up right now is the Bobby Gomes defense segment. This is where we're going to make our money, boys. Let's go. What do you got? The, I'll tell you who's chalk. It's chalk is going to be Patriots. Chalk is going to be Chiefs. And then uh, everyone's kind of up for grabs from there. But give me the bet. Who's going to score the most points, Bobby? Hey, you made me blush every time you bring me in on this on this segment, just knowing how important defense is to the uh, yeah. roster construction of a DFS lineup. Um, happy I can be the the lead in the industry at defensive takes. Uh, yeah, I have no dude. I I like the Chiefs. The fact that their chalk is like irritating me a little bit. I like pairing them up with Pacheco. Um, yeah, the care. I think like. Oh, this I had a good one. I forget where where I was going. Um, Big dog, maybe Carolina with, versus Will Levis is is an off the board one for GPPs. I was thinking Big Dog with uh, the Titans or the Titan or Tennessee. Yeah, pairing him up with Henry. Do we know it's how cold it's going to be in that game? Is Henry Dust like what do we only break? I don't think he's really had many long runs all year. What's the what are we trying to figure out? What's the situation with Henry? You know what yeah, it I is? You like. it's, you're, you're betting on whether he's dust or not this week. Like, and, you know, he's been in a tough situation. It's not like they have, like, a good quarterback situation or anything like that. They've had some line problems and whatnot. But uh, it's this is the matchup, right? And this is, like, a game where they should just lean on him and just, you know, and maybe he's going to throw one of his little screen pass touchdowns or, like, you know, or, or whatever. Um, but, uh, this Hopefully is, not I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just betting on whether he's going to be dust or not is what the way I look at it. And like, I'm like, this is it. I'm ready to play this guy at this price. Like I'll take my chances. Yeah. My issue would be if the game script just goes away slightly, it seems like they go away from Henry immediately, but no with doubt Bryce about Young, it. Yeah. With Bryce Young as a quarterback, I think they'll be in this game the entire time. So yeah, I like the Henry call and Tennessee Titans defense looks good too. Yeah, the last two times the Titans won, he had 26 touches, and the win before that, 23 touches. So, yeah, so don't blow it early, and I think we're going to be good. All right, what are we doing for this Wong? The Wong, we're cooking up a Wong teaser here. Okay. Yep. Give me the Browns. So, Give me the Browns. It's going to be so Wong that it's right. Um. All right, so let's let's. Uh, so what you say? What do you like? You like the Browns? I like the Browns. Up to on seven. The tease, and a half. Uh, for the, are you teasing or do you like them just straight out in the game anyway? Uh, both, but for these for this purpose, let's do the up to seven and a half. All right. Um, well, I guess we've got to go uh, for the the second leg. So the first thing I do is I try to look for lower totals. It makes no sense, but like so that would be that Bengals would stand out as a as a Wong. But I don't really have faith, and they're at home. I don't really have faith in Browning though. I'm a little scared about that, so I'll keep looking. Um, the Texans are Wong. The Cardinals. I think I would go with the Arizona Cardinals plus eight and a half. Okay, Bobby. That's, that's my. What's the third leg? 
Um, we don't need it. We don't even need a third leg. What's the third pick? You had a team you liked, right? Just give us side you like. No, I'm trying Unless to. I, I need to rethink this. Uh, shoot. Um, or we have the Browns. Who was the other one? Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, it's going to be up to me, though. huh? Because it's going to hit. I like the the Cardinals do look good. Um, the buck the Bucks are Wong too. What about Minnesota? Get him up to uh, what night Monday, and a half? Monday night. Oh, it's Monday night. Oh. I didn't. Eat. So we're we're staying on the mains, right? Sorry, they're favored too. Um, oh, it's gonna be on me. Fuck. Ah, uh, shit. No. Help me out. Give me. Help me out here, because we don't even out. need a. We we only need two for Wong. So so uh, we would have yeah, to do separate uh, Wong. Like we could three do man show, you know? Yeah. What so we'll, we'll, what we could do is a, a three three man round robin of Wongs. Okay. Let me go with the uh... Bucks. Fuck. You get we'll the. Go oh, never mind. We'll go the Bucks, uh, Bucks plus eight and a half when they're good at stopping the run. I like Minshew though. Yeah, we could take the Bucks plus eight and a half. That's fine. All right. So, what was the so team you please... liked before the show? Steelers? Didn't he like Pitt? I just like the Steelers to win. It doesn't fit the three and the seven, right? It does. He's on... So that's why I was saying give the side, but that's that. I like that too. So let's bet it. If you want to take the Pitts? Want to go Pittsburgh instead of the Bucks? Yeah, I like Pittsburgh. All right. So so it's the Browns, the Cardinals, and Pitt, right? So we're teasing Browns, well, Cardinals, and then Pitt separate. And then we're betting Pitt. And then we're just betting Pitt straight up minus the two. Like and we're going to break your bookies. You're going to ruin his holiday season. We're going to pay for Christmas this week. All right? Yeah. Woo! Confidence. Woo! Woo! All right. What do we got to do our favorite stacks. Almost forgot. Um, all right. What? Did, so. Someone's doing woo in my living room. I think it's my girlfriend. <laughs> my, my kid's probably liking it. All right, favorite stacks. I mean, I personally, I got, I got a, I personally like the Jaguars, the Jags with Trevor Lawrence. Go Ridley or Kirk. You can do both. Um, they're they're just perfect. They both have that mid range price, so that's the way I want to do it. Double stack. Bring it back with uh with 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 tank tank or Nico. And that's chalky, I'm sure. I'm sure that will be chalky, but small field stuff, that's fine. Um, you're gonna see tons of Hertz and Josh Allen. For larger field, I mean I'm just it's tough to play. I just think I, I wanna do the I wanna have some exposure to Mahomes, take the Mahomes, Kelsey and Watson, and then uh the problem is, who do I run it back with? Devante? Do I need a run back? I'm not doing Jacobs. Let's let's. I'll, I think it's Devante. Let me just make sure I can make that fit nicely. While uh, Noto gives your you give your favorites. All right, only one stack for me this week. I'm going Josh Allen to Kincaid and bringing it back with AJ Brown. Bobby, what you got? Minshew to Downs. Bring it back with Evans. And let me just see what I'm coming up with. It can be done. Let's see if I can do one more thing. Oof. Oh, it's a little tight. So I got Mahomes, Watson, Kelsey. Bring it back with Devontae Adams. And... You're going to have to play. You're going to have to pull around at a wide receiver and take some other lower-priced ones. I would take Rashid, uh, Shahid, um, 
know, you can do that. You could do Dorch as well. You could also come down at running back a little bit with like a Jalen Warren. Uh, guys, we mentioned some uh, maybe I wouldn't play Pacheco as part of this, but uh, maybe Javante Williams or something. I know it's a tough match against Cleveland, but 5,700 looks appealing. But anyway, that's my lar larger field stuff. Mahomes, Kelsey, Watson with Adams. You, you can make it work. All right. That's it. That's a wrap for the people. We had the energy, I think. You know, good show, bad show. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out in the comments. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be back again for next week. Week lucky uh, week thirteen. Let's everybody let's crush this week. Let's keep the momentum going. Let's keep the bets rolling. Let's uh, smash. I know Noto's going to be driving. You're driving. You're going to be uh, heading in the car to uh, the border to go put this yeah. put this Wong put this Wong yeah. in and this in the Steelers because you're you're uh, you got to support the boys here. So let's and I'm going to put my Steelers bet in right now too as well. All right, let's get it. That's a wrap. This has been the RG. DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. Week 12, we'll be back for week 13 next week. Thank you.